Hey guys, welcome back to Uncut Hawaii, a podcast where we get to talk to Hawaii's top creatives, entrepreneurs, and change makers. Yeah, if it's your first time here, thank you so much for joining us, for listening in. We hope that our conversation just leaves you inspired and in high vibes. Today's guest left us with lots of All good the energy. High vibes, yeah, yes. good energy, good mana. Mm-hmm. Daniel Ipa, the founder of Cool Project. He's a personal lifestyle coach, a designer. Writer, writer a dad mm-hmm. awesome all-around guy yeah he his whole vision and his whole goal on this platform is to build a cool body, body to, to live, live a, a cool, cool life. life and his approach to health is really a holistic approach so it's physical but it's also mental spiritual and leaning on our like hawaiian um ancestors and knowledge to bring it into the modern day world yeah and if you haven't heard of the cool project he's you know gained killing a, it yeah, he's gained a huge following mm-hmm. 80 over 80k followers mm-hmm. and what's what's different about it is he spreads these positive messages but mm-hmm. also brings in the native hawaiian language mm-hmm. and as an educational tool and just yeah it's just yeah so stoked that he shared his story and what it all means yeah let's get into it Daniel, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it. We're excited to talk about your journey into all the things that you do. Um, Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, tell us about Cool Project. We're excited to, yeah. You know, the Cool Project's been around for a while, actually. Uh You know, um, in a recent year or so, people have been kind of more informed about it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the Cool Project actually started back in 2012. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, and it was a... It was first it was the IPA project. It was like a personal journey for myself. But mm-hmm. then when I moved back to Hawaii, I didn't have a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I put my resume to all these different places, mm-hmm. trying to look for a job. Just got constantly rejected. Mm-hmm. So then I decided um I'm gonna start my own thing. And that's where the coup project came in. Um mm-hmm. and with this whole focus on holistic approach to overall health and wellness, mm-hmm. um, from a native Hawaiian perspective and values. And that's kind of been like the base of the coup project. Mm-hmm. And then everything kind of just builds off of that. Yeah, we love it. I see it being shared like all yeah. the time, all over the place. Your following is like 80,000 or something like that already. Um, but tell us about even before coup project. So you were born and raised here? Born and raised in Kailua, Oahu. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up around the beach. You know, we, uh-huh. family was always about um, the Hawaiian culture. My mom was a hula teacher. My dad mm-hmm. was in the law of uh, Native Hawaiian um, issues and so forth, you know, okay. and um, so I was very much in the culture and understood the importance of our identity of being a Native Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and obviously that like, we go through as a young kid developing, we go through our times of trying to figure out who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was actually born with a hearing impairment. Oh. So I had a really hard time hearing and everything seemed really muffled. So my my speech was like that. Mm. Um, so I had to go to speech therapy for several years. And I was very afraid to actually talk, yeah. you know, like yeah. asking questions. I'll get anxiety asking like an auntie a question. Mm. Like uh-huh. go, and my mom would be like, you can do it, you know, kind of push yeah. you forward. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a whole thing. Um, and it's all part of the coup project, right? Like all these different experiences that you go through in life um, from mental health, emotional health and physical health mm-hmm. um, culminates into what coup project is about. It's just stand taller. And that's mm-hmm. what coup simply means, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of where before the coup project, all these different um stories that you can go through right and dissect and learn more about who you are as a person yeah so you yeah. went yeah you went to high school here and then you went away for college right yeah for sports and yeah. then 
And then tell us about that journey and how like that changed your life and like kind of opened your eyes to like health and the importance of it. Yeah, you know, um, so I went to, I was a sport athlete all my life, you know, and. What kind of sports did you play? So I was into baseball, football, track, paddling. Okay, what sports weren't you into? (laughs) Yeah, it was one of those things like, you know, but that was my identity, right? I was an athlete and my goal was to play sports in college. But then unfortunately in my junior year of high school, I got kicked out of high school. Mm. you know uh, for the first semester of my senior year mm-hmm. so i didn't i lost all my competitive edge mm. i guess you know you could call it um so i didn't play sports in college what um what kind of helped me get into fitness and health was that when i was working in college i had a work award right mm-hmm. and i just said oh, i want to work in the gym so i was passing out towels to all the athletes okay mm. you know, i was the, the towel guy yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah um and then um all of a sudden him comes walking a coach and he looks at me, he's like, why aren't you going to football practice? I was like, I'm not playing. You know, oh, what about baseball? They're, they're starting to training right now. I was like, I'm not playing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what are you doing all over here, you know? Mm-hmm. And I come to find out he's from Maui. Um, so he kind of took me underneath his wing and kind of showed me this whole new world of strength and conditioning. Like, okay, well, there's coaches who actually train the athletes to improve their performance, you know? Mm-hmm. And when we were in high school, I mean, it's to- the high school yeah, scene yeah, yeah. is totally different now. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But when I, right. when I was in high school, it was like, you do the workout from the magazine. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was our workout. Like, oh, Work. let's try this Flex magazine like, workout for football, you know. And that was, that was our strength and conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but when I learned that, it was just like a whole new world that was opened up to me. And then I, got, I just got hooked from there. That's crazy. That the is connections. Because yeah. where did you go to college? Uh, University of Redlands. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's a Maui guy. Yeah. Maui guy, yeah. He just recognized, oh, that guy, that kid is from Hawaii, <laughs> yeah. passing out towels. So I was, I was, what are you doing passing out towels? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then that was it. I was, I've been in the fitness industry since then. Wow. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean being in the fitness industry? You said, like, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, so strength conditioning, there's always this, like, um, there's all these labels, right? Strength conditioning, personal training. Um, I like to look at strength conditioning as um, overall performance um, um, according to a specific goal athletically or competition-wise because that's what you really are doing. But personal training is the exact same thing. There's all these different Yeah, you know, but everybody labels. has their own goals. Yeah, everybody yeah. different goals and different approaches. And um, But the fitness industry is kind of like a big umbrella, mm-hmm. you know, and then trying to figure out where you want to go into your niche, right, mm-hmm. of who you want to attract more. Um, mm-hmm. So whenever you put out strength conditioning, you kind of already automatically get like, okay, it's more like an athlete, mm-hmm. um, more competitiveness, you know, this was a specific goal, physical goal, mm-hmm. like want to climb a mountain or something. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So from, from that experience, um, how did you... I, I know you mentioned like the IPA project. It was just yeah. about yourself, right? Like your own fitness journey. How did it, or tell us a little bit about that and how did it evolve to the cool project? Like did people start noticing and like. Yeah, it was, it was like the whole line was the IPA project, build a cool body, live a cool life. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, and it was one of those things where I was just kind of sharing my journey of what it means to me to build a cool body and live a cool life. And what happened as long as I was sharing things and just kind of talking to people about what I'm doing, what I'm up to. Uh, people were like, oh, man, that sounds really interesting, you know, like this whole integration of the culture into your fitness and health, um, your perspective and how you're incorporating also your values and how you live, um, giving that whole holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when it comes to like working out and everything, everyone always focuses on the one hour that you have in the gym or so mm-hmm. forth. Um, but the real work happens outside of those one hours. 
but everyone just puts so much emphasis on mm-hmm. that, right? One hour at the gym. Yeah, one hour at the gym as if it's going to solve all your other problems <laughs> outside of the gym, right? Oh, it's not yeah. one hour? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's a hard perspective to switch, right? Because, yep. like, the whole thing is, like, go to gym, 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 gym. But then no one talks about the outside of the gym mm-hmm. where the yeah. work actually happens, you know? Yeah. yeah, especially if it's coming from, like, an athlete's perspective where it's, like, you have this, like, set amount of time and then... Then you just eat whatever you eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that transition from the IPO project to the cool project was just like people just kind of asking you like advice and or like how to. Yeah, so it was advice and it was how to, okay, what, and the, people were trying to focus more on the cool aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, why are you using cool body, cool life? And, um, and that's where I was kind of like, okay, well, Whenever I started something, I want I didn't want it to be all about me as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to take my name out of it, mm-hmm. especially when you have a name like Aipa. Mm-hmm. You know, Aipa are people. A lot of people in Hawaii already think of the surfboard. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You know, so I didn't want to have Aipa in there. Um, mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, everyone's asking about Ku, like, and Ku is also something very meaningful for me. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was like, you know, what, let's take out Aipa because I want to take myself out of it more. Let's have the Ku project. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it kind of turned into this whole thing where the overall goal is to help people stand taller every day. You know, and that was it. I nice. love that. How do you even start something like you have this concept or this idea and then your background is also like design and like the creative space too, right? Yeah. Can you talk about that and like how you blended both of your passions into this? Yeah, for me, being a coach, when I was at the university level of coaching, I didn't do any design work, no creative stuff. Um and it was kind of like a piece of me was missing. Mm. You know, to be honest, I went to school to be like a, a creative, mm-hmm. a writer and a creative writer. Um, and then when I started coaching, I did none of that. It was yeah. just like put to the straight, side. Yeah, yeah straight fitness. fitness, workouts, programming, you know, telling people what to do, you know, coaching people and everything. Um, and then it was just like I felt like unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a piece of me that it wasn't tapping into. Mm-hmm. That was like, come on, let me out. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, let, me, yeah. let me express myself. Um, and that's kind of where the design aspect came in. And, um, you know, you, you both understand how important design is, right? Mm-hmm. It, it creates an emotion. It, cre- it gives some kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It tells a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came out to be like, well, how can I integrate fitness and design into this and health and wellness into a design aspect as well? And then that's what you start seeing nowadays, you know, with the Coop Project. Yeah. What is your background in design? Is it just like you were just kind of drawing and writing and you know trying it out or did you have like i don't know go to like a moment to, where you're, yeah. like, you're like oh, i love this you know, yeah. so my uh, my oldest brother is a very artistic my whole family is very artistic okay like my dad my parents like to paint a lot my oldest mm. brother's a design guy my other brother likes to tinker and build things um and then so it's like within our family mm-hmm. um and i you know, my wife always gives me a hard time because I went to school and was a creative writing major. Yeah. And she's like, you should have been an art major. <laughs> but I always, I always looked at my art and I always compared it to my oldest brother. Uh, I was like, you know, like, I, yeah. I like this, but my oldest brother, his, his stuff is really good. You know? like, that, he's the art major. He's the art major. He's the art major. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. his thing. Like, cause like my thing is kind of like more into fitness and workouts. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of more like a fun thing and like an outlet for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, 
yeah, it, it was more just something that I started tinkering on my own. So I took maybe like one class in college. Mm-hmm. And then, but other, everything else is just all self-taught because it's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how you can create a design and start telling a story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you look at all the pieces of work that I've been working on, it's more like just like you're going on along this journey, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like how I approach it. Yeah. Did the, does a creative writing um, aspect come in handy for this? Oh, yeah, a lot. Like writing programs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, writing programs, you know, it comes in a lot. And then they're just kind of having that approach, you know, um, learning how to work with individuals and work with people mm. and finding a common ground where people can relate to you more. And it's uh, that's kind of one of the things that we learned is like, you know, when you write something, you're just writing for one person. Same thing when you create uh, like a design, you're creating for one person. Mm-hmm. And who is that person? And so then that's kind of been um, my guidance for all these times. Nice. So who would you say the cool project is for? Who is it designed for? You know, it's, it's designed for young individuals in Hawaii who are looking for a sense of being, mm-hmm. you know, a sense of belonging, a sense of place, because we all, we all love Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? And cool project is for those people who are busy, don't take our, but are also always taking care of other people, mm-hmm. right? They give so much aloha, they take care of, want to help their friends, want to help their families, but no one gives them a time to just be like, hey, like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, no one tells them to, like, maybe you need to stop and rest um, because those people who want to just take care of everybody, they just go, go, go mm-hmm. until they yeah. hit a wall. Yeah. So that's what the coup project's really for, is for the, that person who is always on the go, always trying to help people, always trying to give, 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 um, and they just need somebody to give them a reminder to, like, yeah, hey, like, I love that. make yeah. sure you take mm-hmm. care of yourself. You know, mm-hmm. like, and that's what the coup project is yeah. for. Yeah. What is what is your idea um, of like holistic health? Like you say, like it's not just physical health. It's like yeah. mental health, checking in with yourself, um, spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Is that all kind of wrapped into the Ku project too? Yeah, it's it's definitely much of the Ku project, you know. And from this being a Native Hawaiian and bringing in the culture more into that space, right, the health and wellness space, is to this whole holistic, not only the self but also the land, you know, mm-hmm. and our relationships. Like, how are all those things? You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's being more aware of your overall being mm-hmm. and how your relationships, not with your, not only with others, but with yourself affects everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, you, you bring up like, you know, bringing in like that native Hawaiian culture and like language. And so like, yeah. even with your recent project, right? Like you just started a year recently, right? Like the social, on social media, it's like cool project. It's like very positive messages, but mm-hmm. you bring in that like Hawaiian uh, language aspect to it and then translate yeah. it as well. How important is that? Oh, that's big for me. You know, because um, I wasn't given the opportunity to learn my language. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, nowadays it's like, wow, everybody's learning Hawaiian now. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's just so accessible. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it was like, wow, I wish it was like that when I was growing up. Yeah. You know, like in our school, like maybe we'd learn like one semester of Hawaiian history. Mm-hmm. But it was like not really that deep of Hawaiian history. Yeah. Very surface level. Right, right. Um, so then seeing all the wanted to always learn the Hawaiian language mm-hmm. it was, I'm just using this as a way to help me on my own journey you know and mm-hmm. what's been really interesting is seeing all the people who feel the same way mm-hmm. you know like just learning a new vocabulary word a no, new word here and there yeah. means the world to people yeah you know even if you can't speak the whole language you know there are a lot of people out there who would love to but maybe just don't have Mm-hmm. the accessibility to it don't have I don't want to say they don't have the time because there's always the time but yep. they just don't have the bandwidth because there's so much other things going on yeah and um, so it's that's where a, the it's such a simple thing in. too because then like you know you're, you're saying the message and it's like even at the bottom it's like a simple transition it's just, just that recognition you know yeah. like someone will see that word and like we remember that like oh 
it means this. Yeah, and, so, and I think yeah. that's where the, where the design aspect comes in. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just because um, at first I wasn't putting any of that stuff in, like the the translation. Mm-hmm. I was kind of leaving it in the captions, but then you learn like most people don't really read captions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where I was like, okay, well, how can I fit it in into the content I'm creating? So then that's where the the translation started coming in. Yeah, I think what it also reminds us too of is that we are it's like so easy to just be like focus on yourself, you know, and yeah. like what's going on in your life. But then when you like there's Olelo no Eyal that connects us to like our um, ancestors mm-hmm. and like the people who came before us and who is coming after us. It's like we're just like a small part in this bigger yeah. um, movement, you know, or people. Um, so I think that is also I think one of the things that I take away when I see it being shared, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just we're just a small part of, 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 and, and then just bringing it back to like, we have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to like be cool and like be honor, like, you know, our choices and stuff, make sure that it's in alignment with the bigger body of, no, no, I like, I I, I love that reminder too. Yeah. And you know, and it's one of those things where like, the more I learned about the language, the more I'm like, wow, our language is pretty deep. Mm-hmm. You know, like although, like when you like break down the words, mm-hmm. and I like I ask a couple of kapuna every once in a while, like about certain words, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Well, have you thought about breaking it apart?" Mm. And I was like, "Oh, well, like malama, right?" Like I shared about this on the on the coup project before, but I was like, "Oh, like we're talking about taking care of the the land, taking care of our own garden, our house, and everything." And then the kapuna was like, "Well, you know what malama means?" I was like, "Well, I know llama is like light and torch." Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, ma, and she's like, well, okay, ma is like being in the state of, you know, so it's like being in a state of light is mm-hmm. ma lama. Mm-hmm. And then that's all she said, you know, she didn't think. Oh, that just gave me chicken yeah. skin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that's all, that, and that's all she said. She didn't dive more into it because yeah. she wanted me to dive into myself and mm-hmm. interpret how I want to interpret it. Mm-hmm. And how I interpret it is like, you know, we are, we are light, you know, we are energy. Mm-hmm. And when we take care of things, we are instilling light into those mm-hmm. things we take care of, like our families, our kids, our, our house, our work, our business, mm-hmm. you know, but that light isn't infinite, right? Mm-hmm. Over time it dims. So how are you also bringing light into your own life? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you malaming yourself? You yeah. Know? So. Oh, that's, that's big. Huge. Just that's huge. Yeah. 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 Oh, so good. <laughs> state of light. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. What are some other, um, as you've like learned over like talking to kupuna and like diving more into the language and like the meanings like what are some other things that you learn that we can like apply i mean i'm sure there's so much oh, yeah, but. There's, there's, there's a lot but i think for me um i, was, I always grew up that, that kid who was always with the kupuna you know, mm-hmm. they're always talking stories you know they have all the kids are like around running crazy around yeah. the yard and yeah, everything yeah. but i was always that kid who wanted to like just sit and listen same mm-hmm. yeah you know and just hear the stories and um, one of the most common things I always think about see is just the um, the composure they have, mm-hmm. you know, the composure, the the kindness that they hold even when they speak mm-hmm. and they look at people. Like it's just it's, it's that kindness, right? Mm-hmm. That um, I think nowadays it's hard to see and come. You see less and less because mm-hmm. everyone's just so like laser focused around yeah, their phones, right. <laughs> and everything. Right. But just being able to like look up and saying thank you, yeah. you know, yeah. all for your help, you know, like even at the cash registers, but just having this like exchange yeah. of um, warmth, warmth, yeah, mm-hmm. and of, of true aloha too. You know, like we we talk about aloha a lot. I mean, um, but are we seeing it that that the, that way we want to see it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but I think a lot of it just comes down to being more aware, um, like a, a little no too is ika a little no keola, 
Kalalo no Kamake, and where is there is life, and where is there is death, um, and that's a big thing too, right? Like it's like how are we speaking to ourselves? Um, are we speaking to ourselves kindly? You know, mm-hmm. are are we? How do we feel when you're by ourselves, and what kind of words are we sharing with ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that that I struggled with. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that when I'm by myself, I self doubt, you know, mm-hmm. self loathing, mm-hmm. and everything. Like, oh, you're, you're not doing enough, you're not good enough, and all that stuff. Um, so when you're mindful of that, you you start to kind of work on peeling back those layers, you know, shifting your mindset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you, um, you know, you talk about having a super busy life. You got three small kids yeah. in your house, <laughs> yeah. working from home, and how do you, like, on a daily basis, um, just keep yourself in that state too like with work and with working out and with your family and how do you maintain that balance you know you you do your best you know not every day is perfect you know and i'm still figuring stuff out as well you Mm -hmm. know because especially when you have three kids now it's like okay now it's like a whole recalibration of what your your life is Mm -hmm. yeah um but i always make sure i start my day the same way um just to as, as like a reset for myself you know, I start and end my day the same every day. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's nothing fancy for me. You know, it's not like I'm like doing some kind of incense burning or like <laughs> doing some kind yeah. of yoga stuff or yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just sitting down in stillness. That's it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call it meditating. I'm just sitting, you know, mm-hmm. and like with my either with my usually with my coffee, mm-hmm. you know, and just sitting down before the world wakes up. Mm-hmm. And that to me, that space and time is just so um, precious to me. Mm. Um, even at nighttime, before I go to bed, just having that moment of just like clarity of stillness before I go to sleep is like an off and on button. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. get a way to reset and just like yeah, and then consistency too, right? That's yeah. like a huge thing. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about when you're in your stillness? Um, just being grateful. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't stop to think about all the things that we do have you know um and that's something that i always tell, tell people is like um it's not about what you don't have it's about what you do with what you got you know even in business wise right mm-hmm. like sometimes people are like oh i can't start to because i don't have this i don't got this i don't have this all these equipment and everything it's like well what do you do have what do you have then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know do that work with it maximize it and then Things will happen. Things will happen, yeah. Things will happen. The universe will meet you. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah. got to put in the work. You got to put in action, though. Yeah. There's no action. Just, yeah. Nothing's going to happen, you know? Yeah. That's a common theme with our guests, too, yeah? yeah. Like, that yeah. gratitude is powerful. Just yeah. have, living a life of, like, being constantly in gratitude, it's, like, magic, almost. Yeah. Things, you're, like, become, like, an attractor, like, a super attractor. Yeah. Um, I know. It's a sense of, like, awareness, too, like, because, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're aware of these things, and you're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And so being aware of these things, like things will happen. Yeah. The magic, because you're going to take action on it. You're taking action. You're being grateful. And then mm-hmm. things will happen. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My kids, we started. And like, I like how you say, like, you just do something simple, just like a moment of silence, moment yeah. of gratitude, because everybody has their own way mm-hmm. of doing it. Like whether it's meditation or however people do gratitude. But um yeah, just recently I started with my daughters at nighttime. We do gratitude circles, so we like hold our hands, oh, awesome. hold hands, and we say one thing that we're grateful for. We used to do it at like Thanksgiving, but I'm like, let's do it every night. Yeah. And then some nights I'm like super tired, and then the girls are like, "Mommy, gratitude circle." Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. But now they're being consistent yeah. and holding you accountable too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Because then now they're going to be instilled with that for the rest of their life. Yeah. I hope so. What a way to live your life in yeah. gratitude, you know. 
Um, what are some things that, you know, like you've learned from your kids now being a dad and like oh, shifting that yeah. perspective? Different chapter of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different chapter. You know, a lot of it is um, my kids are always making me think like a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, and being in a constant curiosity, constant amazement of the smallest things, you know, um, that are constantly overlooked. Mm-hmm. No, like this this morning before I left, you know, my 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 youngest one, thir- three the three year old, he saw this like small little cockroach that was underneath. He's like, Dad, look at this cockroach. <laughs> He's like, it's so it's so cute. It's like a small one. Uh-huh. And so I was cute. just like, and then usually we, I wish we could whack him. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't do that now. You know, <laughs> like, he named it. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, look at him, and he's like, kind of like going. I was like, all right, let's take him outside. You know, like, just like those small little things. Uh-huh. You know, like uh, just having that little bit of. Uh, childlike um, perspective you know mm-hmm. of things and that's kind of still something that is constantly inspiring me whenever I'm creating things and um, trying to look at things differently mm-hmm. did yeah. you have a vision for this that it would be what it is today um, and have the influence that it has today you know to be honest I, I had no idea it was, it was just something that happened I mean I've always been pretty consistent with social media because mm-hmm. um, it's um, you know and we, we can talk about social media because so many people talk so negatively about it, right? Mm-hmm. And it does have a negative effect. You know, like I've done research where it shows like the effects of like mental health, issue, depression, mm-hmm. suicide rates and everything, like how it's just skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. But even more so, I'm like, that's even more so why we need to put this kind of message out there. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get rid of it. It's going to be there. Right. So how can, rather than being like, oh, don't ever go on it. So right, well, right. what can we do to play a, a more of a positive role in that area? That's why the Coup Project has been more like a positive and more like a reflective um, mm-hmm. content being shared. Because before I was just sharing like fitness and workouts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I just kind of was like, you know, like that stuff is just not getting to the deeper level. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's like I've always used fitness and working out as just a tool to get to the deeper level. Mm-hmm. But when covid hit right and we had to close the gym like mm-hmm. that that whole connection was lost yeah mm-hmm. you know between building that relationship within the, the space and everything mm-hmm. so i was like well how can i bring that into the digital space yeah and that's where we are now with the cool project it's and that, that that space is a busy space a uh, noisy space too yeah. that fitness because there's a lot of it's fitness lot. influencers out there yeah, yeah. but like not many people are spreading like a positive message with like the cultural roots that the cool project yeah. does and it, when i was did the fitness stuff i mean it was like constantly work i, I always shared workouts mm-hmm. and like i'll have constant people been like you know like you should do more workouts like that you show this you know take your shirt off you know like th- yeah, those like, are things yeah, that yeah, are yeah. going viral you know i'm uh-huh. just like <laughs> Take your shirt you know, off. Like, I'm just like, I was like, well, one, I barely walk around my house with my shirt off. <laughs> Two, my wife would be like, put your shirt back on. <laughs> you know? What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You know, like, that's for home. You know, <laughs> so it's a, uh, but it was also this, never my thing. You know, like yeah. I was just, nah, I'm just gonna can't stay true to your roots yeah. too. Um, and um, and I always wanted to be make sure that it was not about the physical aspect. It's not about the right, physical right, appearance. Right. It's more about the practice. More about the consistency. Um, and that's what one I want to promote promote more of. Yeah, I remember. So. I remember um, with with your program and everything, it was different. You know, like a lot of people think like they go to the gym, they work out hard, and they have to like feel like tired or yeah. like, dead or whatever, right? Like sore. But, like for you, it's like you're you're this holistic approach where you work out the whole body and mm-hmm. you feel good. You know, and yeah. that feeling afterwards, right? So. Yeah, and and it kind of goes back to like what you see now with the Coop Project, right? When I say how's it feel, 
you know mm-hmm. that was that was what i said every day to people walking to the gym nice mm-hmm. like, how's it how are you doing like yeah. like what's going on in your life as we mm-hmm. talked about earlier right like all everything happens outside those walls mm-hmm. so if you're not aware of what's going on in the individual's life outside the walls then how can you better serve them you know mm-hmm. um when you when they come inside after like a 16-hour shift at the hospital you know mm-hmm. they had no sleep they're stressed out they come inside like are you going to load them up with a whole bunch of more stress mm-hmm. you know even though that they're that's what they're kind of expecting but it's like no like how is that going to serve them in the long long term mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so rather than when they come in I, i've sent people home they're like no go home you mm-hmm. know yeah, or right. i've been like okay we need more restorative stuff more like stretching more calming stuff this to bring down your nervous system to mm-hmm. be more relaxed after being 16 hours on your feet and just go 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 and being around all this environment mm-hmm. um and i think that's where the holistic approach really comes in because you have a lot of spaces and in, in the fitness place and the gyms where it's like they don't care about what's going on outside you come yeah. inside here's the workout here's do the it. program yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and then figure it out after that Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, that's, that's not a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going along with the, the currents and the flowing of the other person's life. You know, right, everybody's right. an individual. Um, so when you have a person coming in from a 16-hour shift and another person coming in from 16 hours of sleep, and they feel <laughs> good, you know, <laughs> they're going to have different workouts. Yeah. They yeah. should not be doing the same thing. But yeah. yet in some spaces, they're both doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. not healthy. Yeah, or sustainable. Or sustainable, yeah. Yeah. So what, in your opinion, is, like, a good, um, like, baseline, like, how people should be working or, like, treating fitness? You know, for, for fitness, it's, I try to tell people, once you start looking at it as a chore, mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to be done. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Um, look at it, look at fitness as more of, like, a practice, like a meditative practice, mm-hmm. or something as a time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that time when we do workouts, it's, like, usually by ourselves or with someone like a friend or something mm-hmm. um it's more like a self-care time mm-hmm. you know more of a time to yourself like that's how i look at workouts for my for me when mm-hmm. i train it's more just like a mental clearing mm-hmm. you know feeling good get some like endorphins moving around get some sweat going get the heart pumping just to feel feel alive feel good you know get mm-hmm. the breath working um and i think this ch- just changes the perspective of what working out means to you yeah you know is is a huge game changer for people yeah oh that's so true yeah. yeah when you think about it just like getting fresh air and getting yeah. the breath and getting in your body like w- woken up it's like uh it seems more like a spiritual thing or like yeah, versus I always like, feel, like pumped after yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and it's, it's not so much about like going to the gym too right like everyone any kind does of, yeah. yeah any kind you know mm-hmm. like i just like to go i like to go to the gym or i don't go to the gym anymore i like have my own place because mm-hmm. i don't like to be around people very much <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but it's, it was just one of those things, right? You're like, you find what, what makes you tick, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Um, am I more biased towards resistance training? Of course, you know, because that's where my background is. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. if your thing is yoga, hiking, surfing, you know, I just talked to somebody who um, I asked him, oh, what's one thing you haven't done in a long time? And she's like, oh, last time I didn't do anything was when I um, had my kid. It's like, what was that? Oh, I haven't surfed since my kid, first kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, how was your, your kid? eight years old oh, <laughs> like, yeah. it's been eight years since you surfed she's like yeah i grew up surfing i did i used to always surf but i haven't and, and it, it kind of like hit her like a stone like a yeah, brick yeah, you know like yeah. wow it's been eight years yeah. i haven't i haven't i was like well you tomorrow you're going surfing then, yeah you know? so um but it's I, feel just, I, I get though because like my husband is the same he used to yeah. go like twice a day go to diamond head and surf and then we had our daughter's nine now we probably went he probably went out like twice <laughs> in those nine years <laughs> But it's one of those things, yeah. right? Like it's like, man, yeah. what, what? Where does one? Where did the time go? Yeah, you know. And two, it's like, man, like, is that one piece of me that 
maybe I should reconnect every so often, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and because it's important. It's a yeah. it's like part of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what you felt with like design work. And yeah, all that brought it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How do you um, keep it going, the Koo project? Because it's not, I mean, we know, because we're content creators, but we also, like, know the importance of creating consistent content, putting it out. Like, yeah. how do you manage to do all that? Like, you're, you're inspiring others with these messages. What's inspiring you to yeah. create those messages? Um, you know, every day is um, it's always inspiring. I mean, I get I get messages a lot, uh-huh. you know, and this is where that whole sense of Kuliana comes in. Mm-hmm. Why I'm being so consistent lately um, is because when you get like messages saying like, you know, you really helped me through a hard time, mm-hmm. you know, I was a very I was in a very dark place, but your messages really helped me, you know. Wow. Um, when you get a message that th- from like when you look at your messages and you see what time it was at three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know nothing really good happens at three o'clock in the yeah. morning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a person saying like, you know. I, I, whatever you said today I needed it mm-hmm. you know and I was like okay like there's a sense of Kuliana and a little bit of like like oh man this is this is bigger than I expected um, you oh, know. it's almost it's bigger than you yeah mm-hmm. it is yeah. so then that's where the inspiration really comes in mm-hmm. is that having that responsibility of showing up mm-hmm. um, but it also goes back to just kind of what I do mm-hmm. um, and then you know and who's inspiring in me um, it's just my family you know, they've, they've been, without them and without their support, the Coop Project wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been so many times where I was just like, from a business standpoint, I was like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just, so many times I wanted to quit, you know, but my brothers, my mom, my, my parents, my dad too, my, my wife, they're like, no, this is, this is you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you, if you let this thing go and know it's hard, um, then you're gonna, you're gonna beat yourself up, you know, and mm-hmm. you're gonna lose a piece of you. And one, they didn't want to see that because yeah. they knew mm-hmm. how much I invested into it. Mm-hmm. And this too is just like they wanted to see me see it through. Mm-hmm. You know, so their their um their support over all these years has been like mind blowing. Yeah. You need that, yeah. A good yeah. like like what team you said earlier. You're you. always like you're always like you know looking out for others. You need that. Yeah. Reminder like who well. inspires you to? Oh. I mean, yeah, our family. Yeah, family's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I really relate with you on that, like, sense of Kuliana. Um, Like, Andrew knows, like, I'm, like, starting a project about um, telling the stories of Kupuna. Mm -hmm. And, like, as I'm moving into this project and it's kind of all coming together, it's, like, all of a sudden I'm, like, all my life experiences, all, like, the good and the bad, all the things that I learned, all, like, led me to this point yeah. in my life and it's like how can i not like do this like even at the times where i'm like tired and it's hard and i can't like figure something out it's like how can i not do it because mm-hmm. then it's like this is i know I, this is the thing that i'm supposed to do right now so it's yeah. just gonna happen like i know it's not about me it's like about something bigger yeah mm-hmm. yeah what you andrew oh man yeah so my family's a big one um i i i grew up with my you know my immigrant parents and my grandparents and like just like seeing Growing up around that and the being around like their their values and our culture and everything too. Yeah, yeah. culture is a big thing to me. I'm Vietnamese and you know just like seeing all of that and like how do how do I live my life to like almost like live up to that or like you know continue that and and because like, I'm I consider my like the first generation in America right yeah. so it's like how do I continue that how do I work to like create some kind of legacy or something you know and it's like that and then now. I'm married now, so it's, like, my wife and, like, my immediate family now. So it's, like, continuing that and just, like, 
I think what brings me joy or fulfills fills my cup is like when I'm able to help others create mm-hmm. what they want to do. So like you know the teams that we have, like mm-hmm. working with Colby and like meeting you and sharing your stories. How can we help other people? Yeah, I, I think huge. that's what I think that's what many of us in this space is just trying to do, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like both of you are all storytellers. You know, mm-hmm. you're just trying to get the the stories told mm-hmm. because who's gonna do it? Yep. You know, like. And uh, I think that's that's why I, I love what you both do work on, you know, like especially that Kapuna Prize. I'm looking forward for that one because that's those yeah. are those are stories that need to be told. Yep. Yeah, there's you know? like when you're like, talking about just like sitting on the porch. Yeah, like, you mm-hmm. hear those stories, but then like, how how else are other people going to hear? Yeah, it? Like, yeah. that's exactly where like the inspiration came from. Because my I, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, and I don't have any grandparents anymore. I never recorded any other stories. Yeah. And I'm just like, it kills me. And now I'm, we're seeing in our generation, we're seeing the next generation pass away and like get old and get sick and their stories are going with them too. Mm-hmm. And like, we got to capture them. Like we've got to capture their stories before it's too late. Yeah, and yeah. so this project should have been done like years ago, but oh, that sounds might awesome. as well start yeah. it now. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. What are, what are some of your favorite messages that you put out? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the favorite messages... You know, the which is a house, um, your body is a house for thoughts. Mm. You know, I'm going back to the, this, the mindfulness of thoughts um, and the energies work and everything. Um, being protective of your mana. You know, we, we talk about a lot about energy and mana um, because it's around us. You know, like the energy that we, we're creating right here with us, yeah. talking stars. You know, we're instilling this kind of a presence of energy within the space even when we leave this this, this session mm-hmm. the energy is going to stay mm-hmm. um so it's always trying to help people being more aware of the energy that you're giving mm-hmm. you know and how are you giving it and how are you leaving the person that you're giving it to you know um that's that's very big on me that stays that's, with people yeah. too yeah. you know you'll remember like an inner like the way that somebody made you feel yeah. you know and like always kind of think back on like wow that was like a really awesome person or conversation mm-hmm. or like made you feel a certain way yeah and, and then it kind of just creates that whole like ripple effect right mm-hmm. um and you know and that's where you know we talk about aloha that's why i don't share i don't talk about aloha very much in the coup project right if you look mm-hmm. at the coup project yeah, like yeah. aloha is rarely yeah. said or even spoken um because for me, like that was that was like intentional too, mm-hmm. because I feel like if you're in Hawaii, if you're native Hawaiian, or if you do business, like Aloha should just be an automatic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't have to be put out there. It's just that no, no, that that's just for me, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. because it's it's a guarantee kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Aloha is there, automatic, mm-hmm. okay. automatic. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I, that's where like me learning about the language is learning all these different values. You know, like being makaala, being more aware and alert of what's around you. You know, being ahonui, being patient, more graceful, being Mali, being more calm, you know, mm-hmm. like all these different like values that aren't spoken about enough. That's where I'm trying to like, hey, mm-hmm. there's no, here's here's this one, you know, yeah. are mm-hmm. you being patient with yourself? Are you being patient with others, with your kids, with your family? Um, are you spending time to calm yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's one called my ho'oni ikavai lana malie, you know, and that's do not disturb the water that is tranquil. Because a lot of times people are asking, like, wow, cool is all about positivity, all about good feelings and everything. It's like, yeah, but you have to understand, like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a time and place for everything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a time where the, the water's going to get rough, and mm-hmm. we might have to get a little bit rougher, too, uh-huh. you know? mm-hmm. um, And it's that balance of energy, mm-hmm. you know, understanding when to let go of that energy and when to hold it back or when to release it in a more positive outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, that's huge. That's, that's huge. I know. Um, what are some ways that you like? Are you partnering with anyone, or like how how are some other ways that you're getting your message out there besides social media? Um, just been partnering with some people. Like one of the um, most interesting one that has been a really more of a personal um, gain for me mm-hmm. has been working with Kamahina Project. Um, they're the ones who share the the moon phases. Oh, you okay. know, and uh, what the moon phases mean mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, that was very that was much of a, of a personal journey for me because. You know, being Native Hawaiian, we're all given a Hawaiian name, right? Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I never wanted to share my Hawaiian name because I was kind of, like, made fun of it. You know, people laughed at my Hawaiian name because it wasn't, like, a warrior name. Mm-hmm. Um, but then learning about Kamahina Project and talking to with Heat and Lani over there and um, just learning more about the importance of the moon, mm-hmm. you know? And my name, my Hawaiian name is Mahina Manulani, which is mm-hmm. the oh, messenger, yeah. you know, basically. And... Um, so getting con- connected more with Mahina and learning, understanding the, the effects of the moon, because I've always been like having that relationship with the moon, understanding how it affects the waters and the tides and everything. And we're made up of mostly of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with the moon phases, it's going to affect us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so being more aware of that for me has been a learning process, right? Like observing yeah. it. Okay, yeah, like yeah. what is this whole thing about? But mm-hmm. it's also given me a little more of a pride in my Hawaiian name too. Oh, that's awesome. That oh, yeah. I've been... Um, not too not ashamed to share about anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, so that's amazing. That's, that's like a personal growth for you. Yeah, as well. it was big. That's awesome. Yeah, the moon. <clears throat> I mean, we talk about like astrology and things like that, and like um, there's something that happens. I swear, when it's like I, I look at the moon, it's like it's full. That's why it's like all these crazy <laughs> things sense. are happening. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> or like if it's like no moon, like oh, it's a new moon. It's like okay. It's like a new beginning. New beginning, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what I've learned is it's all about, like, how you view it, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about your personal relationship with it. Um, so that's been kind of a, a very big one. And then other partners have just been with people who are in line with what the Cool Project really stands for, mm-hmm. you know? Like, um, just I mean, being here today is, is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You two are both storytellers. You both mm-hmm. want to just kind of... Um, raise the voices of the people who are in Hawaii doing great things, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a, that's huge, you know. Yeah. Because we need these kind of stories told as well. Yeah. You know, hearing stories from like people like Tua, you know, Tua blew up, you know, mm-hmm. and by hearing his story, how he got into it all, it's like, oh, it's, it's pretty yeah. funny, but it's great. Look what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing this, like, um, oh, everyone's just trying to rise up one another. Everyone's mm-hmm. trying. Everyone, we should all want everyone to win. 100%. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So creating things to do that is i respect all of that yeah we always we just tell each other like at first we were doing this like we wanted to do it like again like her project as well you're like we're doing it for ourselves but then it's like well there's it's there's something it's something bigger now it's like Mm -hmm. we are fulfilled with like hearing your stories or Mm -hmm. stories of others and like we're so stoked that we're able to share it with everyone else so yeah 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 and it's fun to hear the the like how other people receive other people receive it too, whether it's like they are motivated or inspired to go at, after their like calling or, you know, um, live a more healthy life mm-hmm. or live a more cool life. Like it's, it is like how you say, like the ripple effect, you know? Yeah. And so just kind of asking yourself, like, what am I doing? Like, how can I contribute more, malama more, mm-hmm. or like be just like share more like good vibes, positive energy. So it spreads. Yeah. And I think, because I think everyone has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has a reason to be I here. That. Everyone yeah. has something to give, yes. you know. And it, sometimes people just take a little longer to mm-hmm. do that, find that. 
or they just need a little bit of assistance you know mm-hmm. a little reminder like hey there is you know you have something to offer because yeah. um there's been many times where i felt like this i'm not good enough I'll, or why am what am i doing in this space you know like uh, like there's all these mm-hmm. other people who are doing really big huge things yeah and i'm just kind of keeping it really calm and like i'm like oh should i go that way yeah and every once in a while obviously like you'll, you'll want to test it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but then you feel it but you but when you do it you're just like ah, that's just not mm-hmm. me yeah know? um so then take it away you know? yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next things. yeah i know i was just having this conversation with a friend and she, I was, we were just talking and she was like oh but i'm just a mom yeah. i'm like yeah. what are you talking <laughs> about like not just a mom yeah. you're like a freaking amazing mom yeah. raising amazing kids and then she's like her thing is like she likes gardening and so i was like do more gardening like yeah. you know maybe and she's like maybe one day i can be at the farmer's market <laughs> i'm like dream <laughs> yeah, big yeah, girl yeah, dream big. You know, it's because who knows right like if as long as you take action and you change your perspective you change yeah, your mindset and you work at it, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are, like, looking at the cool project, like, oh, like, look how much followers you have. It's like, to be honest, like, I don't really look at the followers, you know, because <laughs> yeah. like, I don't, because yeah. when I, for some reason, like, whenever I see that, I kind of get, like, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, shoot, like, that's so much people are like, looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, it's just, I just try to say, because this is with the message. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, like, you know, you don't, you don't really see myself in it, right, a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Like, I don't really show myself Mm-hmm. in the videos or anything it's just more the voice mm-hmm. um because overall i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't about me mm-hmm. it was more about the message mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and sticking true to the name that i'm now fulfilling mahino malani being the messenger mm-hmm. and um that's just um where i'm going with it now that's huge because it's like you were ashamed of it before mm-hmm. and then now you're yeah you're living up to the name you're yeah. the messenger yeah. stepping, yeah. Into, oh, it. stepping it. into it now yeah, so, so for so someone listening that is like maybe in like a you know a different phase in their lives where how can they live cool how can they live this cool life like what advice would you give them to at least start or like you know no as we, as we talked before is just spending more time with yourself mm-hmm. you know sometimes when we're in a in a rut and we're by ourselves is when the things start to happen and these conversations that we are having with ourselves we need to stand cool within ourselves to be like, I'm tired of talking to myself like that. Mm-hmm. You know, having that moment of like, I call it like that cool moment, right? Mm-hmm. Of like standing tall within yourself and being like, no, this is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. You know, so you start living who the way that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's very, um, that's like the first step overall. Mm-hmm. It's just having that, that moment of clarity of who you want to be and mm-hmm. how you want to live and being mindful of those voices in your head that aren't going to leave they're mm-hmm. always going to be there mm-hmm. but learning that you can stand up to those voices and you can um silence them to mm-hmm. live your to your fullest potential mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen overnight mm-hmm. you know but that's what cool is all about you know cool is that constant progression and constant journey of standing tall within yourself during moments of hardship mm-hmm. and also validating those, those emotions mm-hmm. you know it's like uh, if you're sad accept those emotions be sad Mm -hmm. spend some time in those emotions don't hide them away if you're Mm -hmm. angry be angry Mm -hmm. you know don't that was one of my biggest things is like i would always hold on to my anger Mm -hmm. you know and then it'll go out into not so good outlets Mm -hmm. you know so be with your emotions feel Mm -hmm. emotions but learn how to cope with them and also put them in a more positive outlet Mm -hmm. that's that's the that's the most important thing because once you can do that then the workouts and the fitness part then everything starts to kind of just open up more. Mm. You know? 
Oh, that's huge. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. I love those moments too. I don't love those moments of darkness, but I like it because they always say it's like the darkest part of the night is right before the sun rises, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like a lot of the most beautiful like transformations happen when it's like out of the dust, like out of the fire comes the yeah. phoenix. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. the hardest times. It's like just hold on a little bit longer because if it's like the hardest time, like if you're at the bottom, it's like the only way to go. It's like it's up. Yeah. So it's going to turn around soon. You know, I remember we were talking stars with somebody and they're like, we're talking about like, you know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You know? And then someone told me, like, well, what if you don't see in the light? Mm-hmm. I said, well, you marched your ass through the darkness and you turn it on yourself, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. you, you got to get up and do it. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, but it's just going back to that whole thing of taking action. You know, you mm-hmm. can't wait. You, you have to, if you want to change, you have to create that change mm-hmm. um, that, you, that you want for yourself. Um, and no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. 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 What's next? What's next for Cool Project? What's next for Daniel Ipa? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's been great just meeting with people and learning more about their missions and hearing about what they're doing. Um, I've been lucky enough to also work with the um, indigenous people of Turtle Island, you mm-hmm. know, with some tribes out there and helping them with their health and wellness programs. Oh, wow. Um, oh. So that's been a big, um, awesome thing to learn more about these different native um, communities as mm-hmm. well who are, who are doing, going through the same exact or similar things as the native Hawaiian people. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so learning more about them, that's been a very big eye-opener. <clears throat> and huge. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's going along for this ride with the Coop Project, mm-hmm. and you know one of the biggest questions everyone's asking me is like, are you going to open up a new space, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, you closed down in twenty twenty, it's twenty twenty two. Like, post COVID now, yeah. you know, post COVID, like, are you going to open up? And I was like, yeah, you know, that's always in the, in in the mind, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> it's keeping it mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners? No, just big mahalo for you too for creating this space. You know, um, I'm very happy to be here. You know, whenever I get uh, talk to people and everything, I'm always like, okay, yeah, let's, let's just vibe with them and just learn more about who they are too as individuals and as mm-hmm. a group. So I just really appreciate creating the space where I feel comfortable. Oh, you know, because awesome. one of the things that for me, I'm, I always get a little bit anxious going to new places, uh-huh. and new people. Us too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's always yeah. like, okay, like how are we gonna do it? You know, like even when I came over here to park, I was more like, I kind of went in and out of this whole place a couple of times. Like, <laughs> oh. Am I ready? Am I ready? Eh, eh, okay, okay, let's go. Oh, <laughs> you know? You're so awesome. Thank so, you so much. We're well, so honored for having to me. have yeah, you I appreciate here. you too. Thank yeah. you for Kobe. coming out and spending your time with us and yeah. sharing your story. Yeah. Awesome. And where can people find you? To find me when it finds you. <laughs> Deep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. We'll keep it that way. <laughs> no, so, I mean, or, how can they find you, like, online, you know, like, yeah. for the viewers and listeners? Oh, same same answer. Cool yeah. project, you know, like, but with the message being sent, if the message comes across to you, then you'll... If it speaks to you, it speaks to you, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Deep, appreciate that. Deep, deep. Yeah. You're, you're, if you know, you know. Kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> if it speaks to you, it speaks to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, new one. That. If it speaks to you, it speaks to you. Well, again, thank you so much. Thank no, you mahalo. so much. And thank, thank you everyone for, for listening. In. Hello, everyone. Please share this episode, subscribe, like, and all the things. Well, Bye.